Welcome, cadets and captains, to a brand new edition of M Class Podcast. I am your host, risen from the grave, Jeff. New host, who death. <laughs> This whole year, you've only had another host, but I'm back, baby. <laughs> uh, I was looking at the uh, the last time I called you on our thingy here, and it was like December 15th or yeah, something. Yeah, it's been a like, long-ass time. Jesus. We did a bros before pros in between there, but that's literally yeah. it. It doesn't feel like... And that's got Rich's taint all over it. It's got so the I, stink of yeah. bitch bastards in it's it. It's seven fucking fireplace Jones. Does it smell like wood in here? Burning wood? Richie Rich with a McDonald's in his goddamn fireplace. And... <laughs> Damn, fuck, man. Let's go to his house. Uh, M-Class Podcast is a show where we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media, usually an episode, uh, given to us in a collection, and uh, by our patrons and listeners... And we uh, give it the old fine-tooth comb treatment and a review at the end with our patented Cochrane to Catfish scale of quality. Mm-hmm. Don't think about it too much. It makes sense. Stop sending in emails saying it doesn't make sense. We know what we're doing. We're professionals. We are professionals. <laughs> and uh, b- believe it or not... Um, that's what this podcast is about. It'll get confusing in a minute, but don't worry. Yeah. Uh, this is actually between uh, collections. Uh, Sully's horrible Halloween shit fest collection is over. Our our Halloween collection lasted for <laughs> until <several> January. <laughs> I was like, we're still doing Halloween. Uh, so Damn. that's over, and I'm introducing a new segment to the podcast. Okay. It is uh, an intermission segment between collections called The Best of the Rest. Excellent. It is, I like it. It's episodes culled from top ten lists of Star Trek episodes, the internet over. And uh, today's episode is brought to you by IGN. They got one right. Nice. IGN got something right. Oh. We're going to be talking fucking <laughs> I don't know. ethics and journalism, am I right? <laughs> Oh, no! uh, (laughs) uh, Today we're going to be talking about uh, TOS Season 2, Episode 6, The Doomsday Machine. Otherwise known as Doomsday Dan. Doomsday Dan. The death and return of Superman (laughs) on Star Trek. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers for the end of the show. Uh, here's the which you definitely man. will make it to. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We always do, baby. Don't worry. Yeah, no, no, our <laughs> listeners don't, but we do. No, I, th- I think we have a ten minute drop off, right? Is that true? No, <laughs> I have no way of knowing. So maybe oh, it doesn't tell us that. I don't ever look, so I don't. No, I'm very professional. I haven't looked at the numbers for this podcast since 2021. That's yeah, before you were sick. <laughs> yeah, back when I was a healthy boy. Um here's the confusing part of the episode. Uh we're not gonna do that for a little bit. We're actually gonna do uh a product review segment, believe it or not, here at the beginning of the podcast. Uh we were contacted by uh the Magic Minds yes. behind the energy drink Magic Mind. The world's first productivity drink. Uh, here's here's the the skinny the four one one the tr- the mm-hmm. truth. Uh, yeah. Neither of us have tried these. 
Yeah, we're we were contacted it. for a uh, sponsorship opportunity, and I was like, well, I gotta try the thing first. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna sponsor something that, like, if a child drinks it, it'll kill him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope not. I would, I would hope, hope not. we wouldn't sponsor such a thing. But I don't know. Well, it depends on the money. But, um... <laughs> So we both were given free samples of this stuff, and we were told to be as honest as we want to be, uh, which, if you've listened to this show before, is pretty fucking honest. So Yeah, yeah, we're honest as fuck. So I'm, I'm going to rip open my Magic Mind pouch that was sent Which to the one mail. do you want to drink first? Yeah, we'll try the same one first, because yeah. they sent three. There's different ones. We got uh, Do More, Stress Less. That sounds like I don't want that one. I want to do less. I don't know if I want to do more. No, that's not it. That's not oh, the that's name the... of them. That's their thing. Here, what's this? Are they different? Actually, I don't know. Are they? I don't know. I thought they were. Maybe not. Uh, they're they're green. It's matcha. Green oh. matcha. Yeah, they're all the same. Okay, so uh, it doesn't matter which one we do. No, we're gonna pop these bad boys open and we're gonna try them. Wait, we have to read the directions. <laughs> okay, what is the directions? Take oh alongside or in place of your typical morning caffeine. Well, I already had some. Yeah, I best had enjoyed one. chilled but refrigerated. Uh, okay. I didn't chill mine. Mine's pretty cold. Shake oh. it. We have to shake it. Shake it. Shake it like a Polaroid a... picture. Yeah, exactly. This is what that sounds like. That's yeah. It's like these are really cool little bottles. They're like little potion bottles. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking keep these bottles and put stuff in Curry. them. I, I am know. I am opening mine. Okay, I'm opening mine. Let's get a let's get a smell test in first. It smells delicious! Oh my god, it does smell really good. Oh, this is gonna be good, I think. Alright, bottoms up. Okay. Uh That's this is pretty good. Tastes like juice. You know what it tastes like? Grapefruit juice. I don't like grapefruit. <laughs> I love grapefruit. <laughs> you know what? The thing is, I was a little, uh, I was a little shocked at the grapefruitiness of it because I'm not the biggest fan. Yeah. But if you like grapefruit, that is straight up your goddamn alley. I freaking love grapefruit. That was good as hell. It's got like a really sort of like earthy aftertaste. That's pretty nice. Yeah, it's matcha. It's uh, it's really. I liked it. I don't let me, know. Let me have another sippy. I drank the whole thing. <laughs> I'm not trying to be positive here, by the way. I'm, I'm just being honest. Yeah. I, I was a little worried. I was like, if we like this, people are going to think we're selling out regardless. Oh, no. I mean, look, here's the thing. I will sell out in a heartbeat, but this is actually really good, man. Like, I liked it. Yeah, this is uh, not for me. Damn you! I'll read the ad read. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. Um, I didn't think it was bad, though, is the thing. Even as somebody who doesn't like grapefruit juice, there are enough other flavors mixed in, because this, uh, it's got a pretty hefty matcha flavor as well, which yeah. comes across pretty well. Yeah, I liked it. I don't know. It's, it's like juice. I didn't think it was gonna be like juice. No, I didn't. I thought it was gonna taste kind of medicinal, which it doesn't. Yeah, no. It's good. Yeah. Plus, now I don't have to drink coffee. Yeah, it tastes like grapefruit, if you're into that. Which is weird, because I don't know if there's any grapefruit in it. I don't know, but it does taste like that, doesn't it? Um, uh, agave, I organic... It's probably something. the agave, honestly. Maybe. But um, I, I guess you might see future advertisements for this product. Yeah, from me. Yeah, because Josh loved it. I thought it was okay, but... The magic mind king, Josh Henderson. <laughs> Josh Henderson, the true magic mind. <laughs> 
The Mind Taker. That was, yeah. Uh, dude, I don't know. I thought it was not going to be like this good. So that's my honesty. Yeah, I was shocked at the fla- that at the flavor. I I didn't think it was going to taste anything like that. No. Tastier um, and more flow. I don't know what that means, but I'm ready for some flow. I I have enough flow in my life. Thank you very much. <laughs> What's kind? What are you What are you saying? Let's not get too deeper into it. <laughs> at the okay. beginning of the podcast, we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> So, uh, again, if you skipped all of that, uh, it wasn't an advertisement yet, so that's fine. But when it is an advertisement, don't skip it. <laughs> don't skip it, yeah, because that was good, and you should try it. There, I said it. There you go. Uh, that's now it's an advertisement. Out. Yep. Although we still have, we haven't been paid yet, so no. there is that. Um, again, we're talking about uh, TOS Season 2, Episode 6, The Doomsday Machine. Mm-hmm. Which uh, was directed by Mark Daniels, who we've talked about a million times. He directed, like, I don't even know, like 50% of TOS or something. So I'm not getting into it it again. Is he the CEO of directing it? What? That's how that works. (laughs) I popped up on Magic Mind, baby. This is a bad advertisement for Magic Mind. What has it done to you? You know, you direct more than fifty percent. You own, you own the, you own it. Anyway, go talk, cover for me. Uh, I'd, I'd rather <laughs> leave it hanging. I think. Hold on. <laughs> this uh, this episode was written by Norman Spinrad. Fucking dope name, which I thought was a fake name, but isn't. And uh, here's <laughs> From the your Connecticut G- Spinrads. Here's your John Larroquette, James Avery fun fact of the week. Mm. Um. He wrote a great review for Star Trek in Cinema Magazine, rating it higher than Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. (laughs) Okay. And Gene Roddenberry wrote him a letter and was like, hey, write for my show because you love it so much. Jesus. Well, this episode's really good, so So, good work. uh, If you suck dick good enough, uh, you yeah. can you can be part of something. <laughs> a, t- <laughs> a tradition as old as Hollywood. That's true. <laughs> uh, I just I find that really funny that Gene Roddenberry was like, oh, he loves my shit so much. I'll give him a job. Look, here's the thing. I love Star Trek, but it is not as good as 2001: Space no, Odyssey. I mean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna come down on, on the wrong side of history here. 2001: A Space Odyssey is like a masterpiece of filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek had an episode where a deep dish pizza has feelings, so <laughs> I'll let you decide. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, so that's my fun fact of the week. How interesting. Uh, this this episode right out the gate. Um, have you seen this episode without the sp- the extra special effects? Like no. So effects? I wanted to I wanted to find like screen grabs of that. It's hard to do. It's hard. Yeah. I I like Paramount has like purged the internet of the old like the, which sucks. The original Doomsday Machine is obviously made out of paper mache with a light yeah. inside of it. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> A team of hundreds of CGI artists in the early 2000s got together and they were like, we need to update the Doomsday Machine for a new era. Let's so, make it out of styrofoam. So it is, it is still 100% modeled to look like paper mache. Yeah, yeah. Dude. It looks like a crumpled Christmas present paper tube. <laughs> 
It looks like a fucking spliff. Just a giant doob. The inside of it looks way better. Because it has (laughs) the big uh, CGI sun thing in the center of it. That looks better. The outside of it looks exactly the same. (laughs) How does it move? Uh, It flies like Superman. Fuck you. It just thinks about it and it moves. I mean, it is a robot, right? Yeah, um... That's a good question. How does the Enterprise move? It, they talk impulse, about, ion engines. Yeah, they talk about impulse and like the nacelles and shit, but it does kind of just like the TOS special redone special effects, and even in the originals, it just kind of moves, and there's no special effect of it move anything showing it moving whatsoever. That's one thing I like about Strange New Worlds is it like I I like when things fly like jets and i i don't mind like star wars i like that they fly like jets right like it makes sense to my brain for sure and like I, whether it's uh realistic right. to the idea of space travel or not right it like it tickles the pickle right yeah yeah i like it so yeah so in this one it sort of just floats i guess uh so let's get into the episode a little bit before we have to take our first break full disclosure i hate the doomsday machine really <laughs> Not the show in the episode, but the actual thing. Oh, yeah. Because in STO in Star Trek Online, uh, you have to go on a, a quest to destroy it at, like, level 30, and you have, like, nothing good. And oh, it just shit. destroys your ass well, over and over. In the show, you have to, like, warp core breach inside yeah. of it to turn it off. Like, how the I, fuck do you defeat it? I think the it's like the story is like the Romulans in the past like get another one or something and then you go back in time with like a Klingon agent and he sacrifices himself and he flies into it Yo, I and just, he sings a song. That's cool, but I just He's like, wrote the next season of Lower Decks in my brain. Why? What happened? The pack leads find a doomsday. Yes! <laughs> oh my god. And they don't know <laughs> it's like a remote, they don't know how to use it. Oh, man. They think they have it under control, but it's just doing what it normally does. <laughs> it's the Packlid machine. It's Big Packlid. Big machine. Okay, so on the the deck of the Star Trek Enterprise, mm-hmm. they uh, they get a distress signal, but it's like really faint. It's really staticky. It's the disaster beacon from a starship called the Constellation. Cool name. And... Uh, at the same time, the Enterprise ends up inside a subspace distortion field. Oh, yeah. So that they can't use any of their communications. How inconvenient. Yeah, this happens every episode, so get used to it. What's crazy is, like, uh, they can see shit from, like, light years away, right? Yeah, they just, like, instantly see it, and then they're like, ah, oh, radio's out. Can't call anyone. They're definitely <laughs> using radio waves too. <laughs> that would like, explain it. When it cuts, when like Kirk's communicator cuts out, it goes like a like radio it's signal. <laughs> like it's, yeah. Now put it on UHF, you idiot. Uh, so the Enterprise heads towards where the last uh, disaster beacon signal is coming from, and. Uh, it's a system L three seven zero. Rolls right off the tongue, man. They didn't bother naming <laughs> this one. <laughs> they just like put it on a grid. And uh, there used to be seven planets there, and they're gone. There, there are now two. 
They got fucked up, son. Blah, blah. Or no, that system has none in it. And then they go yeah, to the it's... next one, and there's like, there are only two goddamn planets left in it. There's a Mercury and a Venus. That's the only thing that's left, Mer- right? A Mercury and a penis. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that's the quality you get if you sponsor the show, Magic Yeah. <laughs> We're professionals. But uh, they find the USS Constellation, and it's uh, like a Hulk. It's just, like, floating in space. And the the special effects that are redone for this part are pretty good. Yeah, it looks really, really cool with, like, the nacelles are all fucked up. and like Yeah, like, the outer shell of the ship has been, like, ripped away in certain points. So yeah. you can see all the inner workings. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's cool. It looks, like, kind of like a... Like a Wolf 359 when they show that shot, right? Oh, yeah. It's all jacked up. Um, never forget, by the way. Yeah, n- uh, never five get. <laughs> never 359 get. <laughs> <laughs> That's a God, shirt. we gotta make those shirts. That's a shirt right there. Holy shit. Uh, but Commodore, which is a thing that exists at this point, Matt yeah. Is, sure. uh, was the captain of the ship. They just needed anyone who was higher than captain, so they made up Commodore. Yeah, that never really comes back. Well, there's a few in TOS. In TOS, I think there's like two other Commodores. Yeah. But um, it's not a real... (laughs) It's not like a real Starfleet thing past these episodes. There's Commodore Bill Clinton. (laughs) Not Bill Clinton. What's his name? Oh my god. George Clinton. (laughs) Yeah, George Clinton. I was like, what the fuck? Are Are you talking about the kid that was on stage at... Uh, the video game awards <laughs> was his name Bill Clinton? No, he said he was shout outs to his orthodox rabbi Bill Clinton. <laughs> what? Because he was that's... like twelve or thirteen, and that's what twelve or thirteen year olds think is funny. That's uh, it's a, we can unpack that later. Uh, also, I think he was like <laughs> sort of a little right wing piece of shit. But oh anyway, yeah, that might have been it. Yeah. Um, the ship is like drifting and seemingly abandoned, but uh, our heroes, of course, just beam the fuck over there anyway. Yeah. Um, it, because it, it does have minimal life support and it has reserve energy banks. Um, the bridge is uninhabitable. What was it? A vacuum? Is it vacuumed into it's, space? It's a vacuum of space. They didn't vacuum it though, did they? they didn't, uh, it doesn't look like anyone vacuumed it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I, th- I think one of the dudes is like, it's a mess in here. And it's like, bro, did you look at the outside? Yeah, it's <laughs> of not. Of course it's, it's a mess. Good. This actually looks better inside than it does outside, I thought. Um, and of course the subspace interference doesn't let them use their sensors. My sensors are down. And uh, they can't use communications either, so they can't even call Starfleet and tell them what's happening. Uh, they're on their own, Jim. But Kirk's like, all right, uh, me, McCoy, Scotty, Damage Control Party, everyone who's a named character, let's transport over. <laughs> and Billy Joe Johnson, you're coming too. I think, is there like a rando? There's oh, there are rando. two randos. There, oh, fuck, or there's three, because like, there's supposed to be a, um, like a Damage Control Party. But the people that beam over are two gold shirts and a blue shirt. Yeah, maybe like none of them yeah. are engineers. <laughs> yeah, maybe they were just like at a costume party as different people. 
Well, I guess the the problem comes in uh, in general in Star Trek with like what the fuck do people in the command line do? Yeah, they must have other specialties, right? Like, yeah. like you must be like assigned to some like somebody is in command of the uh, the damage control unit, so they would wear a red shirt, even though maybe they're like engineers, right? Or they would wear a gold shirt. You mean? Well, sh- sure. Sorry, sorry. Yes, I'm. I'm uh, thinking. I'm thinking you're more thinking, modern. You're thinking like everything that was ever made after this, <laughs> Jeff. I don't see colors. Okay. All right. Well, this episode is veered in a bad direction. I fear. But uh, did it ever start on a good one? Mm, well, we did have that great magic mind segment. I loved it. I'm ready. Let's go. Are you feeling energized? Yeah, I am. Actually, actually, I am. Um. Well, that's scary. But not like, um, not like a, you know, like a six-hour energy. That shit will fucking give you a heart attack. It's I don't true. feel you like feel that. like you got a hummingbird in your chest after you take that shit. It's like liquefied anxiety. Yeah. Uh, so they beam over to the constellation and they start investigating, and they're like, "Man, there must have been a big battle here." And Kirk is the only one who's like, "Where are the people?" Yeah, and they're like, "There's ah, no bodies. There's a big battle. Well, there's no fucking people here, man. Like, where did the bodies go?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> um, stoner, stoner damage control guy. Oh yeah. Um, he like Kurt calls back to Spock on the Enterprise, and he's like, "So could they have beamed down to the remaining two planets?" And Spock's like, "Nah, one of them's like a volcano planet, like Mustafar, and the other one." Is like a toxic planet, like the <laughs> yeah, the it's a Mercury and a Venus, like the mine level in Mario sixty four. <laughs> I understood the one reference, but then the second one, you lost me on that one. You never played Mario sixty four? Uh, I have, but it's been quite some time, like twenty years, maybe, <laughs> like more than that, like twenty five, probably. Um, Josh had that early copy. Of I did. I had like, dude, I got an N64 in like 97, 96 ish. Damn. I got yeah, it. I was on it. I got it in like 98 or 99 because every system I ever had came from the pawn shop, baby. That's cool. Yo, greatest system. Maybe SNES beats it, but I loved N64. Uh, the thing about the N64 is I was always keenly aware of the fact that like there are only like. 15 good games for that system. There's a lot of really bad ones. But, like, there's <laughs> yeah. 15 games that are, like, straight-up bangers. Though. There has to be a documentary about GoldenEye, right? Like, yeah. what a what an insane game. Like, what a weird fucking game to be that good, right? Like, I uh, I recommend uh, the series What Happa. Yeah, they talk about it? Like, uh, it's the dude who used to be in Super Best Friends, and he mm-hmm. does, like, uh, little mini documentaries about, like, what the fuck happened during the production of games that either failed or had, like, really weird productions. Yeah. He's not sponsoring, but he fucking should. Yeah, yeah. And he does, uh, he has a great episode about GoldenEye, where he goes through, like, the whole history of, like, 007 games and what happened to them. That's cool, because GoldenEye, like, should be bad, right? Yeah, it's, like, it should be a very bad game. Because it's a movie tie-in game, but it's amazing. It's a great game. The thing is, like, movie tie-in games didn't have to be bad back in, like, no. the Super Nintendo era. Yeah, they didn't, but... Like, uh, Cliffhanger is a better video game than it is a movie. Yes, that movie <laughs> sucks. <laughs> that movie's dumb. 
But I rented Cliffhanger twice. It's not good, but it's way better than the movie. Better than the movie, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Star Trek. (laughs) Yes. They can't go down to the planets because of Mario 64. If you don't get that, (laughs) fuck you. Um, But they're like, let's just play back the captain's log and figure out what the fuck happened. And they head to the auxiliary control room, which is a thing. Yeah. In yep. this episode, maybe only. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is it? Like a backup radio room? And it's like, I don't, know. I don't even know, like eight foot by eight foot. It's like a tiny little room. And uh, that they find Commodore Decker there. Commodore Matt Decker. Like, what is the name of the pedophile from the motion picture? (laughs) Oh, yeah. His name was Decker. I was like... Oh, is he related? I don't know. There's someone listening right now who's, like, fucking, like, double-taking, like, pedophile? Pedophile? What? Yeah, the dad from Seventh Heaven who was a pedo. He's actually a pedophile. Yeah, fuck that guy. Dad Um, from Seventh Heaven. Star Trek. Uh, let's look at his MDB. Like all I'm seeing is uh, a pedophile goes dude. to jail. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Commodore Decker is there, and he's uh, he's like out of it, like he's in shock. And McCoy gives him some sort of an injection, just like fucking whatever I got. Uppers, go. baby. Yeah. And I usually use this on myself. <laughs> Kirk is. Uh, the the least helpful Kirk in this episode because he just starts shaking him like fucking tell me what happened yeah, tell yeah. me he's pissed <laughs> but uh, we do hear his uh, captain's log and he's like uh, we're we're gonna go investigate the fourth planet in this solar system breaking up and uh, that's it that's it <laughs> and uh, Kirk's like. Uh, you gotta tell us what the fuck happened and what happened now. And Bones is like, he's in shock. And Kirk's like, I don't care. Keep your nerd <laughs> words to yourself. <laughs> Willard Decker. Wow. Willard? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if he is canonically the uh, like the son of. He kind of looks like him. I don't know, Commodore Decker. Like, I know that they were trying to make him look like unhinged or whatever. Yeah. But, like, did he grow the, like, shitty five o'clock shadow in, like, the six hours that they've been out there? Some like, dudes, dude, some dudes do that. I well, I, I guess, don't know. I, I guess I do, actually, not I'm thinking about it. I, I feel like dudes in, like, the 60s were, like, like cigarette smoke and alcohol, yeah. like, aged you tremendously. This dude is actually 24 years old. <laughs> He's a teenager. I, uh, I grow facial hair so fucking quick that like i would shave completely with a razor in the morning and have a five o'clock shadow by two yeah that's yeah some dudes are like that it's just because you're such a fucking big dick man that's why that's uh, my testosterone ate the hair off the top of my head too so there's that yeah Yeah. Uh, nobody told me that was gonna happen i find thanks a lot male pattern baldness to be like so strange. Like it seems yeah. like that if you were going to like lose the hair on your head, that it would be all of it and not just the stuff at the very top. But that's what you and I have decided as as refined men that we have given up. We're like monks. We're walking through the wilderness without I didn't have hair. Any now. Choice in this. 
<laughs> just you did. No, but we we shave our heads completely because oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what that's what you got to do, man. Right? Yeah, like absolutely. Like it's all or nothing. I don't. Right? I'm not the biggest fan. The only person who ever pulled off the like crow's nest is Picard. Yeah, he's the only one. Yeah, and uh, he keeps it short. Like in the episodes where he turns into an old man and he has like a mullet. Those are not, yeah. not a great look. Yeah, if you're gonna go that way, which like I could do because I look okay yeah. like that, but. I'd have to go get my hair cut, and I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, Crystal shaves my head. Uh, yeah, she uses like just a buzz cut. And the thing is, like, I have enough left on the top of my head that if I shave uh, my head, the hair down on the back and sides, it looks looks al- similar. It, it yes. Almost looks like I'm not balding. That's that's exactly how my hair is. Yep. We're the same guy. We're the same guy with the biggest dongs. This God is all damn. extremely interesting to people listening this is, as well. This is all in the episode, weirdly. <laughs> yeah, Decker talks about it. Because he's fucking nuts. Um, but uh, Decker's like, our, our ship was attacked, and we tried to contact Starfleet, but there's the subspace interference, so I beamed my crew down to the third planet. What and a fucking genius. Kirk is like, there is no third planet. And he's like, don't you think I know that? It's actually pretty good yeah. line delivery. Like, I was like, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, he really fucking hams it up later yeah. on in the episode. But right now he's doing really well. Yeah. Uh, he's like, the transporters went down and he was stranded on the ship and they were stranded on the planet. And they were calling him, yeah. and they were like, help us, and he was like, I can't. Like, I would have loved to have seen that in the episode, yeah. like, like they were that's dark. begging him yeah. for, uh, to transport back up, and then the the big bu- bu- fucking bugle chip ate the planet. <laughs> the witch claws. The witch claws. <laughs> you put them on your fingers. Oh, man. I haven't done that in years. I haven't had bugles since I played uh, Mario 64. 25 years. Damn. When did, if it was 25 years ago, I feel quite bad for myself and my age. Uh, <laughs> well, I got news for you, buddy. Yeah. I need to take my 50 year old vitamins. Uh, the, the antimatter in the ship has been like slurped out with a big slurpy straw. And, yeah. Uh, Daniel Plainview did it. <laughs> you get that reference? No, I don't. Did you ever see There Will Be Blood? Uh, maybe 25 years ago. <laughs> Actually. I had an early screening. <laughs> a screener? You get the Oscar screeners? Because <laughs> you, you won once? Yeah, I won for Best Supporting Fucker. <laughs> Damn, that's a different kind of award. I was on, I was in the back. Um, <laughs> De- <laughs> Think about that one. Yeah, you were. Decker's like, it was miles long with a mall that could swallow a dozen starships. It's sort of this like, is, yeah, like shanty like, right? Like this whole episode is Moby Dick. Yep, yep. How did I is. not notice that when I was watching it the episode? It's Moby Dick. God damn! And but there's no Queequeg. Uh, Kirk is Queequeg. <laughs> Kirk's Kirk Queg. Kirk is mostly on the other ship, just being like, "What's happening? What's happening? What's happening?" <laughs> I love how pissed off he is. Yeah. He's like. Fuck this. This fucking blows. This ship sucks. But um, <laughs> Spock calls back and he's like, Captain, I have the exposition for you. And he's like, go ahead. <laughs> yep. He's like, the planet killer is an, uh, a robot. How does he know any of this? Yeah. I don't know. 
I, I was shrugging real hard. You can't see that in an audio format. I don't know. <laughs> I heard it. Let me put in a whoosh. <laughs> That's the sound of shrugging. You need to put in a... <laughs> I got that. Uh, the, de- the device is self-sustaining. It smashes and eats planets for fuel. And, it and it's shoots, from another galaxy, apparently. It, it shoots a big gun at planets and breaks How does that work? You know what... I wonder what came first, this or Galactus? Oh, great question. Uh, this episode came out... Uh, Probably Galactus. October 1967. I think Galactus was 60s, early 60s, maybe? Maybe not. Galactus' first appearance. We have technology. We can figure it out. March 1966. So yeah, Woo! Galactus came first. So somebody liked Galactus. Fucking, why isn't he purple? Why isn't he purple in magenta? Somebody, somebody tried to make Galactus, but they just wound up making a big bugle chip. Delicious space killer. Somebody's dog, like, ate half of it, and they were just like, <laughs> it's too late, we're using it. It used to be a hat. <laughs> a wizard hat from Magus 2. They, uh... <laughs> Uh, Sulu uses the locations of the star systems that have already been destroyed to plot out where the planet killer is coming from outside the galaxy. Good job, Sulu. Sure, sure. That's, that's, yep. But then he projects its path forward, and it's going to go through the most densely populated section of our galaxy. Oh, fuck. Dun, dun, dun. Well, we better stop it, huh? Stop it. Uh, Kirk is like, I think this is a doomsday weapon. Like we get the famous on, bones line here. Like back on Earth with the H bomb. What's the famous bones line? He says, he, Kirk says, "Do you know what a doomsday device is?" And he's like, "I'm a, I'm a doctor, not a mechanic." Even though, like, I don't know what a fucking mechanic would know about <laughs> making. Like, my mechanic's name is Jerry. I don't think he knows how to make Wait, an atomic bomb. Jerry knows some dark shit. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> he's seen some shit. Uh, but he explains what a doomsday weapon is. Uh, mutually, the concept of mutually assured destruction. Yep. Which, uh, I, I don't know, I'll go out on a limb here and really do a hot take, I think is a bad concept that doesn't it's, help. It's, look, you better be careful what you say. I know, I'm gonna get... Uh, it's a hot take. I'm gonna get cancelled via government sniper if I keep talking gonna, about that. <laughs> you're gonna get kicked off of Twitter for saying kill white. <laughs> I can't believe that they fucking locked the M-Class account for you saying something on your account. What? I don't even understand, like, because I didn't get locked out of, like, any other account. I don't know. I don't know, man. Here's the thing. Here's... I think Twitter's just fucked up, dude. I think that's what it is. Here's the dark truth of the matter. What I found out doing a little bit of research is that Twitter is locking accounts so that they can get your phone number. Cool. Super fucking rad. So, uh, although, like... Now they're going to lock... I think I'm going to end up in a, like, endless fucking back and forth of them locking the M-Class one and then locking mine, because you can only yeah. have one phone number per account. Oh, my God. Uh, which is fine. I just won't use it. Um, Remember when Twitter sort of worked and it was yeah. terrible, but now <laughs> it's worse? I, I often think back on the fact that people used to lament how terrible Twitter was, and I'm like, boy, you sweet summer children. You had no Halcyon idea where it was days. going. 
halcyon days of Twitter only sucking because of what people said. Yeah, that was those were the halcyon days before the <laughs> For You page. <laughs> I, I'm also a big fan of people being like, oh, that fucking Elon Musk making us have the For You page. Fucking mm-hmm. Jack Dorsey gave us the For You page. It just came yeah. back. It just, it's back now. Yep. It's back. We're going to finish this episode, I promise. Um, I swear to God. Uh, but now before we take a quick commercial break, woo, woo. we'll be right back after these magic mind messages? Probably not. We'll be right back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yo, video game dudes, talk to me. This is Game Genie. Brokaloo, the awesome video game enhancer for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Attach it to most of your video games. Double Dragon 3 or Super Mario Bros. 3. You can go to any level. Live forever. Jump higher. Make your own effects. And get radical firepower. Ah! Go to any level. Jump higher. Stay bigger. Live forever. Game Genie, the radical video game enhancer. Welcome back from those messages, everybody. Welcome back to Doomsday Dan. <laughs> Starring Doomsday Dan, Com- Commodore Matt Dent? Was that Decker. Harvey Dent? Decker. Decker, that's right. We had a whole conversation about how he's the dad of the pedophile. I bet you that's supposed to be it. I bet you it is. Maybe. I don't remember uh, if... If you're, like, new to the show, we did an episode about the motion picture, but we did it, like, 25 years ago. I think that's the last time I watched it, honestly. It's the I last don't, time I watched it as well. I don't usually watch that one, because it's, it's not very good. <laughs> I like that movie a lot, actually, yeah. but it's incredibly slow. you got to get, like, yeah. a whole afternoon. Just Yeah, it's it's more like a movie that I would put on if I was, like, doing other things. Um... McCoy wants to get Decker back to the Enterprise, and uh, he's like, no, I refuse. Yeah. Go down with the ship. That's what he said. (laughs) Kirk's like, fucking do what I say and get over there, or I'll shoot you with a gun. Or I'll pull your pants down and show everyone your pee-pee. Damn. Kirk's a a monster. He's a bully. (laughs) Uh, Decker has the strangest line at this moment where he says, I've never lost a command before. Yeah. Which is like, like, that's the least horrific part of what happened to you. (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of like an, like an asshole. Like this dude is like, like you could be like, oh, he's in shock or whatever, but like he's concerned about losing his command. He, he's concerned about like, like. He's, the way he's it trying looks, to throw his image. an entire other ship's crew to their death to gain yeah. back his like glory or whatever. Yeah, he's out of it. He's out of his mind. And like, there's no way on on any anywhere where like anyone would be like, "Yeah, ca- you're the captain now. I- I'm the captain now." Right? Like, he wouldn't. It's they true. wouldn't do that. This episode has uh, one of my favorite um, things, tropes about uh, Star Trek TOS in it. Which is the uh, single shaft of light that somehow perfectly goes over mm-hmm. Kirk's eyes. <laughs> yes. Dude, the lighting in the show is good as fuck, it right? It really is. There's a, there's also a scene that has like my second favorite type of lighting in all of Star Trek, which is 
when um, Spock is like looking at the view screen and he has the ship's lights on one side and the yeah. blue light from his like uh, scope. eyepiece scope. Yeah, yeah. On the other side of his face, they lit the fuck out of this show. It was good as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anytime I, I when I was doing that like dumb series of like uh, Captain Toadstool. Yeah. The Mario crossover with Star Trek. Every time I drew Captain Toadstool, I put, like, the shaft of light over her eyes. That's why they call him William Shaftner. Wow. And this is the quality you get today. This is a bad podcast. This is a bad... (laughs) I feel... Sorry, everyone. I feel like, you know, like, uh, when you haven't driven in a while and you get in your car and you're like, how do I do this? You were on the other episode. (laughs) Yeah, but I had Rich, and he's all, like, British and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's, like, different. It's like driving on the other side of the road, like they do. The wrong side of the road. That's right. Fucking correct. But uh, <laughs> when McCoy and Decker end up back on the Enterprise, uh, Red Alert is being called. Red the- Alarm. Red Alarm. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, the planet-killing bugle chip has returned. <laughs> it's back! Shit! And it's headed towards the Enterprise. Why does it give a shit about one shit? You know what I mean? Like, why does it care? Whatever. The Enterprise is gonna have to put the witch's finger on. <laughs> <laughs> the big one, dude. Spock's like, uh... We can't get close enough to it to deactivate it, and because it's such a sophisticated piece of machinery, the way to deactivate it would probably be beyond us. Wow, Which, great great work, Spock. Yeah, you tried. Yeah, great job, Spock. You didn't try. You just <laughs> said, we can't do it. And its hull is made out of solid neutronium. Which isn't the particle, it's the neutrinos, the kids from Ninja Turtles. (laughs) That's a reference I got, and I don't think anyone else in the world got. Dude, it's made out of little uh, convertible driving space greasers? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) But um, they're going to beam back to the Enterprise, but they can't because the planet killer shoots its big fucking Kamehameha beam. Yeah. Get blasted. The transporters are damaged. There's some, like, genuine explosive effects happening in this episode, which I find... Especially later when all of the um, transporter pads are going out and they're just exploding one by one. I find that very funny. It's cool, yeah. I I have PTSD from this because, like I said, an STO, if you're anywhere near the fucking front of this thing, it destroys you in one hit and you're dead. Jesus. It's... Horrible! It's a horrible fucking mission. <laughs> I hate it. Only you at level thirty can stop it, <laughs> dude. You have like jack shit at level thirty, right? Like, there's nothing. You don't have shit. That's sucks. Uh, when I did play a little bit of STO, I was like, oh man, this is fun. And then like I needed to go somewhere. It was like go to this location, and I was yeah. like, oh cool, maximum warp. And then I warp five did my dishes, took yeah. out the trash, <laughs> did some laundry, got some work done. It's like you're really traveling in interstellar yeah. space. It's literally like at maximum yeah. warp. How long will it take to get there? Six hours, thirty six minutes, sir. Real time. I made 
I made a ship toward the like in the end game. You get all this really good shit, right? Yeah. So I made a ship that goes like warp like like 132 or something <laughs> like that. And you, you turn into like a thousand dude. different types of catfish. Then, dude, dude, you truck, and you're like, like you're done, and like you get there in two seconds. It's great. But uh, <laughs> transporters are damaged, communications are down, so they can't even contact the Enterprise anymore, and the Enterprise has to run away from the bugle chip. Yeah, and uh, but Kirk is like, get down and repair the impulse drive, and he's Scotty's like, all right, come with me, other guy, and Kirk's like, no, other guy, you help me. <laughs> yeah, I need help. Stay here. <laughs> and I sort Scotty's of realized like, that okay. Kirk is kind of the captain who doesn't really do much himself. He just sort of orders everyone else. Oh, to he do delegates. Things. Well, that's a smart. That's a smart captain, man. It's true, and I mean Picard's the same way. He hardly ever does anything himself. He kind of just or. But I've been watching a lot of Deep Space Nine, where like whenever anything needs done, Cisco like leaps to another panel. Yeah, to he's do a it. different. Yeah, he's a different type of captain, right? Like he doesn't. Well, I mean Picard does save them. Like when when Picard yeah. does need to do shit, he does. He it, does right? it well too. He flies um, the like the meteor right when they when they get stuck in that booby trap. That's pretty cool. He's a cool guy. We talked about. <laughs> I wish he was my dad. Uh, in M-Class Canon, I think we're failed clones of him or something we said once. I don't remember. Oh, man. That explains why we're so terrible, because he's amazing. <laughs> uh, we're like shins on two and three or something. We're like shits on two and three. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff and Josh. Yeah, idiots. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Kirk. Um, oh, no, I was going to tell everybody if you have um, access to Pluto TV, which is like free, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can get it on like your Roku or online or something. Uh, they added a new channel called More Star Trek, where they play Deep Space Nine pretty much all day. Oh, fuck. So we pay for Paramount, though, so. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but there is something the nice. No, you're right. There's something nice about just stumbling on an yeah, episode. Yeah, just letting it play whatever episode it wants. Yeah. I, I don't want to have to like think really yeah. ever so so like yeah. i don't i'm not really in the mood to watch a whole season in a row or something right yeah. but like i like a random episode like they randomly played the um changelings on earth saga yeah yeah which is really fucking good that's so good i know it's got good disco in it i love good disco is like what's happening to my planet it's fucking, you can't take my blood, motherfucker! <laughs> it's made out of gumbo! You can't have my fucking blood, now try my food. <laughs> now sit down and eat some free-ass food. Yeah. Um, the Enterprise evades the planet killer and outruns it, uh, and McCoy's like, no casualties. Woo! And Decker's like, status report. Yeah. I'm gonna take charge in a second. Wink! Wink. Yeah, and Spock's like, uh, fuck you. That's the status report. <laughs> yeah, he should. I felt that the whole episode. Tell him to he basically he basically says that like a few times, but like in like Vulcan, yeah, right? Like Vulcanese. he's really derisive. Yeah, <laughs> but he's like, uh, transporters and communications are under repair, but they have uh, warp and impulse engines, and they still have weapons. And uh. The bugle chip is headed to the Rigel system, which is one of the most densely inhabited systems in the Federation. Rigel Ten, I think, is what it later is. And uh, there's like a there's like a, a shipyard there. 
Ah. Like later on. Um, the Rigelians are really good at ships. They're like the the uh, what is it? Where's Han Solo from? Fuck. Oh my god. Uh, fuck. Corellia. Corellia. Yeah. Yeah. They're like them. I was gonna say Mustafar just to be an asshole because I said earlier. I like that. Um, in, canonically, Darth Vader almost burned to death on Mustafar, and he's like, mm, "This is a good place for a summer home." Location, location, location. <laughs> he's burning in the pit. Like, oh, that'd be a good place for a house over there. It's pretty cool that he like stays in his castle and just feeds off of the hate. That's pretty yeah. fucking sick. Vader's castle is the name of a comic, yeah. and I find that hilarious. <laughs> it's silly, but it's fucking rad. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Check out the Star Wars comics. They're really fucking good. <laughs> Dr. Aphra's good. Yeah. Um, but Spock's like, we're going to stay away from the Bugle chip. We're going to pick up the landing party. And then we're going to head off to outside the subspace interference so we can call Starfleet Command. And Decker's like, no, we have to save the Federation citizens. We got to attack the planet killer. Yeah. And he's like, Mr. Sulu, 180 degree turn. And Sulu's like, which direction? <laughs> Give me a, give me some numbers here. Like, I need a Z axis there, dog. Spock, Spock just ignores him. And he's like, "Mr. Sulu, please carry out my order." This is actually a pretty tense scene. Yeah. Like for early Star Trek, this is pretty tense. Decker's like, "I'm a Commodore, which is a real rank." Yeah, Commodore sixty four. Bang. Ooh, that's a reverence. Um, <laughs> Can't play Mario sixty four on that shit. No. <laughs> Sadly not. No. Uh, but he's like, I'm going to take command of the Enterprise under General Order 104, Section B, Paragraph 1A. And Spock's like, blah, 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 blah. Fly forward. Spock's like, ah, oh, I jizzed a little. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> regulations he knows the regulation <laughs> numbers. <laughs> Ooh. But he's like, nah, you can't. And McCoy's like, you fucking green-blooded hobgoblin. I mean, you dickhead decker. <laughs> you human piece of pedophile shit. <laughs> and uh, he's like, that's my son. Fuck you. <laughs> it wasn't um, me. But, like, Spock's like, look. He's like, the last time you tried to attack this thing, you lost the entirety of your ship and crew. Yeah, which is, like, fucking cut. That's a cut, yeah, that's a man. Deep cut. It's like a, for it's a, a Vulcan, scimitar swing. That's as close as a Vulcan being like, yo, I fucked your mom last night. We're going for it. <laughs> like, damn, dude. I fucked your mom last night. Get your stuff together. We're going to Disney. <laughs> You're my son now. Uh, but Decker is like, look, I made a mistake last time. I didn't get close enough to it before I attacked. <laughs> I wasn't foolish enough last time. <laughs> I didn't make a big enough mistake. The trick is to be more of a fool. Like, You're gonna, right. This is fucking. This is fucking Moby Dick. Yeah, dude. he's like, I'm gonna get super. I'm gonna get point blank range and fire yeah. phasers. Not even torpedoes. Phasers. Yeah, because yeah, which is like that's like a new shit. And Spock's like, the neutronium, bro. It is impervious Solid. to attack. And Decker's like, surrender command or be relieved of duty. Spock's like, man, this happens every single fucking time I'm in charge. I never get to be captain. That's <laughs> inside his human half is saying that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, McCoy is like, do something. Don't let him do that. Spock fucking punch his nuts. What are you doing? <laughs> And uh, Spock is like, if you were to uh, 
make him medically unfit yeah. or psychologically unfit. Section C of General Order 104. Jizz. And McCoy's like, by God, McCoy's you're like, more tedious than he's my a, ex-wife. He's a fucking Fruit Loop. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he's, he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> and Spock's like, but you would have to have medical record of that. He's like, God damn it. He's like, fuck, I was just going to lie. I've been forging records this whole time. Why is it a problem now? That's how I get daddy's medicine. <laughs> Daddy needs his morphine. Uh, my sporphine. Space morphine. <laughs> That's really good, actually. I'm uh, going to steal that. Go for it. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up in bros, and you're going to be like, wait a minute. Hold on a tick. <laughs> uh, but... um. Decker's like, McCoy, you're, you can leave the bridge now. And McCoy's like, hell if I will. And he's like, McCoy, you may leave the bridge. Damn, he's pulling fucking big dick rank on him. He's a Commodore, which is a higher rank? I, it's like, maybe they got rid of Commodore because they were like, all these Commodores are dicks and they're corrupt. Let's just make them admirals so we don't have to type in Commodore on the fucking uh, on the court martial sheet. That's, just, that's why all admiral. admirals became villains yeah. in the future. They all used to be Commodores. Yep, exactly. Um, he's like, I'm in the command now. And he sits in the command chair and he's like doing the, the command slump in the chair. Yep. We get a little Jellico in here, right? Little, little. You see, like where they got that idea from a little bit. Your little Dick Jones. Little, yeah. Also, like crystalline entity. There's a big crystalline entity. Like that's where they got crystalline entity from. That's true. But it, but it's better. Crystalline entity is better. The crystalline entity sure is pretty. It's cool that it just like, like rakes the planet, right? I, I was watching that episode on Pluto the other day, and with the with the. The husband and wife? Um, that one? Yeah. <laughs> the guy who's an alien? That one? No, it's the one with the colony. And, like, Riker is... They're, like, trapped in the, ca the cave yeah, yeah. on the colony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was with really funny that, like, the size of the beam that the crystalline entity, which is, like, the size of half of a planet, is shooting is, like, about 20 feet across. Yeah, it's, like, the size of a field goal post. And you're like, wait a minute. And why wouldn't it just... There, the there are planet. scenes where it's closer up to the people, and it's like literally the size of two people, like raking across the planet. <laughs> dude, it would, dude, it would be so big. Like you yeah, would look up, like and the you size would, of Manhattan. You wouldn't even see the top of it, right? Like it would just vanish into space. Like you'd be yeah. like, "What the fuck am I looking at?" Like, yeah, <laughs> it'd be like uh, a uh, like a Fortnite game type of thing with like the wall that goes in. Yeah. And if you're oh. outside of it, you die. Damn. That's real. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back on the Constellation, uh, Kirk and Scotty are like uh, trying to fix it up to be able to see what the fuck's going on even. And uh, Scotty's like, oh, the warp control, the impulse control circuits are down. And Kirk's like, just fucking wire the warp controls to him, baby. And Scotty's like, uh, yeah, I guess I can do that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's like button presses, so whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Computer does most of it. I don't know. And like a hundred years later, Jordy's like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, the Enterprise is headed straight 
for the Doomsday Machine. Oh my and it's god. Like, it's deflector shields are to the limit. And uh, here's here's a question for everyone listening to this, everyone who's a big Star Trek fan. What the fuck are deflector shields? They're just shields. Because they call shields screens in TOS. They don't know. They, yeah, I always thought that, like, there was, like, an overall shield, and then there were, like, sh- like in a video game, right? Like, sometimes you can, like, assign a different, sh- like, a, like, a, like, a secondary shield outside that moves around. I kind of imagine it like that in my head canon. Do you know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. Like, there, there's, like, a, a directional shield that you can, like, buffer the shields with, maybe. They also maybe. have, like, navigational shields, which are, like, just a layer of sensors, I think, that, like tell you where you are but it also it's like a magnetic shield or something i don't know man there's all kinds of shields click on deflector shields because it is lit up here let's see what it says what does it say deflector shields screens or shield grids generally referred to simply as shields okay that's just a synonym i guess okay i like my explanation better because i'm a genius (laughs) <laughs> it reminded me of that game where you're like the paddle and like the ball comes down from the top and you hit it back up and it like yeah. gets rid of blocks at the top. Yep. yep. The fuck was that game called? Uh, ball bouncy game. Uh, Jazz ball. <laughs> good enough for me. J- Tyrannosaurus ski free. Oh my god. I used to know the name of this so well because I played it so much. Paddle ball, right? Uh, that was probably, like, when it came out on Atari, they called it that. It just reminds me of uh, Game of Vision when we did, like, a sketch where, like, it was the 70s and Paul was, like, developing that game. And he, like, he's, like, frustrated because he can't figure it out. And then, like, one day he's like, wait a minute, two paddles! (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. He made Pong. Pong, yeah, he was making Pong, yeah, that's it. Um, Two paddles! My god! My God, <laughs> it's like an epiphany. <laughs> Man, what happened? You guys were so funny. Um, <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, back on the constellation, they finally repair the view screen, and it opens up, and they see the Enterprise heading towards the bugle chip. And Kirk's like, dude, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I love this when Kirk's like, "Dude, what the hell is happening? Dude, what is going on over there, dude?" <laughs> The Enterprise is like full phasers out, and it's not doing anything. It's just yeah. It's and Spock's like, like we need to withdraw immediately, and uh, Decker's like not, nah. and he's like, uh, I recommend, uh, I recommend fully that we withdraw, and he's like, I'll recommendation noted. Full phasers, fire, dude, Decker, you fucking idiot. Kirk's trying to call the Enterprise. He's like, fucking Matt, what are you doing? Yeah, Matt. And he's like, I'm in command, Kirk, so don't, remember my fake rank that I didn't make up. Don't scratch the paint. <laughs> but yep. the planet killer fires its big, big bang attack again, and uh, the shields are gone. Yeah, it just vaporizes the shields. Like, which, like, is a testament to how fucking tough these ships are, right? Like, yeah. The power that these ships have behind because, them because, is like, absurd. Because Doomsday Machine shoots like beams that obliterate planets. Yeah. Which like that's that's fucking hard to do. And like unless you're JJ Abrams. There's a, <laughs> there's always a um, a moment that I think about in Star Trek episodes that I feel like they kind of rush past on purpose. Yeah. 
where somebody's like uh, damage report and they're like sev- uh, casualties on decks three and four, and yeah. there's inner hull breach. Yeah, I liked how they did that in this one because you don't get that. I don't know. I feel like that's a more modern Trek thing, right? Like, yeah, people don't normally die from the ship getting hit in TOS. Yeah, but they needed to show how Decker is like such yeah, an incompetent. Care. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, but the planet killer is like, fuck this. I'm going to eat this tiny little thing. I'm going to eat this. Yeah. I'm a fleshlight in space. Let's go. <laughs> Damn. The most dangerous <laughs> fleshlight. <laughs> they got to make a fucking planet killer fleshlight, right? God, it just burns your dick right off of it. <laughs> Shields up. <laughs> Shields up, dick. <laughs> Impulse engines ahead. And then your dick is just the him like Decker going into it later. Oh! oh. <laughs> uh, but like Spock's like, we gotta veer off, and Decker's like, no, continue attacking it. And they're like, look, we got sixty seconds, or we're not going to break away from this tractor beam. Yeah, this is bad. This is fucking stupid. But he's like, no, we have to destroy it. We have to destroy it. And Spock's like, look, I'm going to relieve you of command because you're trying to kill yourself right now, and that means that you're completely unstable. Fucking logic, bitch. He's like, the power of logic. (laughs) And uh, Decker uh, is like, all right, fine, veer off. But it's too late. Yep. The planet killer is going to eat the delicious Enterprise. Tastes like limes. Really? You think the Enterprise would taste like lime? I love lime, so I love the Enterprise. It's a simple transitive property. Is it, is it a Cool Ranch Enterprise? <laughs> no, I don't like Cool Ranch. Wow. This podcast is fucking over. I like the red ones. What are the... Uh, nacho? Cheese? Is that it? Well, yeah. No, the hot the Oh, hot the ones. spicy nachos. Yeah. yeah. Those are those, great. But those are my favorite. I'm a cool American type of guy. <laughs> I am a cool American... American. Uh, that's what they call Cool Ranch in England. They call American it Cool flavor. American. That's cool. And yeah, there's a better. picture of me wearing sunglasses on the back. Damn. <laughs> I, I was there. I didn't see that, but... <laughs> you didn't. You don't like Cool American flavor. I don't. You I like look. nerd American flavor. <laughs> yeah, there's a picture of me going, mm, Actually, this is my favorite. <laughs> Pushing up your broken yeah. glasses. In the I did that, but you couldn't get... <laughs> actually, it's this. <laughs> There's a word bubble and it just says, um, actually. <laughs> Dude, we're mark- We're giving Doritos free marketing That's true. Right now. Doritos, if you want to sponsor, I already know I like your products. <laughs> we'll even pretend we, like, have are at war for your two best flavors. That's true. Even though we kind of already are. But we'll, we'll really... We'll- it is a big rift in our relationship that we're going to have to address sooner or later. <laughs> The or great else. falling out of M Class Podcast. <laughs> what happened to Josh? Well, he liked fucking nacho cheese, man. The, Can't be doing that. The chip wars. <laughs> well, the thing is, I also like the spicy nacho cheese a lot. That's like my well, I favorite. will all. The truth is, I will also eat Cool Ranch. I don't care. Yeah, it's true. it's fine. It's all delicious, hung, like fucking high food, Absolute right? Absolute garbage for yep. your body. I mean, it's it's good it's for you. So it's, good, it's corn. Perfect. Um, <laughs> It's like eating corn. Yep. <laughs> uh, Scotty has repaired the impulse engines so that the constellation can move slightly. And Kirk starts the ship slowly towards the Enterprise. 
It's lurching through the space. Decker is still in charge for some reason, and he's like, full power astern, and uh, nothing happens. Oh, you fucked up. Wow, what a shock. That's what uh, Spock says. <laughs> what a shock, you fucking moron. You fucking idiot. I told you seven times. Um, he, He's trying to... Uh, Kirk is trying to get the bugle's attention. <laughs> Just and going at the bugle. He's going to shoot it with his uh, laser beams, but yeah, uh, he doesn't have any. But Scotty hears him, and he's like, we got one. That, that's enough. That'll do it. We got one charged phaser bank, which uh, I don't know how that works, but all right. I don't know. Magic. <laughs> and uh, they shoot the the Cool Ranch Dorito, and it fucking, <laughs> it lets go of the Enterprise instantly. <laughs> it's like, fuck, this thing. Yeah it, and yeah. it starts heading towards the Constellation. And Kirk's like, okay, maybe my plan wasn't the best idea in the world. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> He's like, we have to retreat now. But Decker, uh, again, being a blatant moron, starts firing on it again. What an idiot. Oh, my God. I could, like, feel the, like, frustration in Kirk. I was like, dude. Yeah. Because you're like, this is Captain Kirk, man. Like, this dude is a tactical fucking genius. Like, like he knows what he's doing. And Decker, you're literally insane with grief right now. You should yeah. not be doing any of this. You're not going to get the white whale, bro. Also, you just kind of seem like you suck in general. Yeah. Like, you don't even have any flair. <laughs> but uh, they fire phasers on it, and, uh, like, they take turns, and the Dorito chip is like, fuck this, and it just kind of, like, lists away from them. It gets bored. <laughs> it's like, this sucks. Um <laughs> You. But now the Enterprise doesn't have warp drive, doesn't have shields. They're, it's all going to be out for like a day. Yeah, so they can't even warn anyone, right? No. Like, like, whereas before they could warn and somebody could survive. Yeah, but they, they could have like mustered a fleet to try and take this thing. Down. Yeah, but but now, now they can't do anything thanks yep. to Decker and his dumb shit. What a fucking idiot! But uh, and Kirk fucking like whitewashes his ass through history. Fuck Decker, dude. Yeah, Decker's a moron. Dude, like, I'd be like, bro, this guy sucked. <laughs> but the Starfleet commander would be like, whoa. That's, that's, my, that's my official record. Yeah. This dude my, fucking blows. <laughs> uh, Captain Kirk, it says here on page six that you said, and I quote, dude fucking sucked. <laughs> Could you elaborate on that? Well, uh, I would... Uh, to elaborate, he sucked a dick. <laughs> I see, I see. Well, very good, Captain. Thanks for uh, debriefing with us today. <laughs> I came all the way to Earth for this. <laughs> um, but uh, the the planet killer is like following the Enterprise, and the Enterprise is going to exhaust its fuel in seven hours, and the fucking planet killer can go forever. Yeah. And Decker's like, we should attack it! Ugh! You hear Sulu in the back. <laughs> White Uhura is fucking like. Ugh. White Uhura! <laughs> Dude, right? Where is fucking Uhura in this episode? I'm not gonna lie. This episode's getting the worst grade because Uhura's not here. <laughs> it's true. At least one point lower. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie about that. But uh, Spock is like, look, you're illogical as fuck, man. We need to go yeah. pick up Kirk and the landing party, and then we can warn Starfleet. Yeah. 
and uh, ship-to-ship communications come back on before Decker can speak again, and I lose my shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Kirk is like, dude, (laughs) what are you doing? I I was like, Spock, fucking get rid of this dude. That's an order. Where's Spock? And Decker's like, I'm in command. What do you need? I speak for the ship. Spock, are you there? (laughs) Yeah, Spock. I see him in the background. (laughs) He's like, you need to talk to me. And he's like... I've assumed command because Spock refused to attack the bugle. <laughs> and Kirk's like, Kirk straight up is like, you're a lunatic. Yeah, he's like, dude, you're fucking dumb as shit, man. He's like, you like, can't talk to a superior officer like that. And he's like, you're not superior to garbage, dude. You suck. Yeah. A fucking amoeba would have thought better of this. <laughs> This isn't Magus 2, bro. This isn't anything goes. <laughs> Look, Satan is not here right now. Satan is not on your side, Decker. <laughs> and uh, he, Decker finally lets Spock talk to Kirk. And uh, Kirk's like, Sulu, take evasive action. And Decker's yeah. like, I'm in command here. Yeah. And Kirk's like, Spock, relieve him of duty. Just throw him out the airlock. Just fucking kneecap this dude. You got a gun with you or something? He's like, well, whip do it on my personal authority as captain of the Enterprise. And Decker and Spock is like psyched. You can tell, even though Dude, he's Spock. This is where the sickest burn, the second sick Spock burn happens. He's like, when he's like I'll I'll have you arrested if necessary. Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, Mr. Security Guard, follow him and make sure he goes to get a medical evaluation. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. He's like, You're bluffing, and he's like, Vulcans never bluff. And he's like, no, I suppose they don't. You just got fucked up, Decker. More like black eye and Decker on your your, your ego. All right. Um, He's like, (laughs) all right, all right. Take him down to Med Bay and make sure they spread his cheeks. (laughs) Make sure you check every orifice. It's super crazy. Fucking awesome. Dude, right? God damn, man. They have ship's communications, one-third impulse power, and minimal deflector shields. Oh, no. Pretty bad. And they're going to rendezvous with the Constellation. Uh, However, Decker has uh, one of the more convincing fist fights. Yeah, it's pretty good. With a security guard who's really bad at his job because he does get his ass beat pretty hard. I think Commodore, the actor, really was swinging for the dude. I think he was like, I'm a method actor. (laughs) (laughs) You tried to hit him. I'm a method actor and now so is your face. (laughs) Nice. Uh, But Decker heads down to uh, shuttle bay, steals a shuttlecraft. Yep. I love how they're like, who the fuck is flying a shuttlecraft? <laughs> like, they couldn't just put two and two together on this one. Yeah. But uh, he, he finally answers Hales, and he's like, I'm going to shove this thing right down its throat. I'm going to fuck this fleshlight bugle till it goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Which is a weird line. Like, And both Kirk and Spock go, ooh, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that wasn't ooh. good. <laughs> But Decker's like, uh, I've been ready to die since my crew's death. Yeah, we could tell, buddy. And uh, <laughs> he closes off communications, and then he starts uh, convulsing. And yeah, he, he, dies. he puts on like a laser Floyd laser disc, and he's like, 
watching fucking like uh, Wizard of Oz and he starts tweaking. That's a classic <laughs> reference. <laughs> I've got so many this episode. Holy shit! Um, but uh, Spock is like, I'm I'm all for my condolences for Commander Decker's death. If I was Kirk, I'd have been like, eh. Anyway, uh, dude was a baby back bitch. That's what I would have said. He died for nothing. Yeah, but uh, Sulu's like the ship sensors have detected a slight drop in the planet killer's power emanations mm. because of the shuttlecraft's explosion, and uh, Kirk gets this grand idea. Yeah, because he's a genius, and he's like, uh, "Would a ninety-seven megaton fusion explosion do anything?" <laughs> and he's, his Fox like, "No." It's 97.857. <laughs> Kirk's like, all right. Uh, okay. So 97.857. Will it do it? And Spock is like, too little info. <laughs> Thanks, Spock. Computer. You he's are insufferable. Fucking, he's a fucking computer, man. Like, he's just a dickle. And Kirk's like, I'm not trying to penetrate the hull. I'm going to explode rate the constellation inside the plant, inside the fucking bugle chip. Yeah. Little known fact, bugles are uh, invulnerable from the outside. They're made of solid neutronium. <laughs> delicious. They are delicious. <laughs> um, they they set a delayed device uh, for detonation. Say that three times fast. Delayed device for detonation. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is my catchphrase this episode. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, like... Uh, you're you're getting dangerously close to being to decorating right now, and Kirk's yeah. like, no, 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 no. You'll beat me out. You're good. You'll beat me out. It's fine. And they're like, look, the the transporter is like operating at like ten percent efficiency right now. Like he's like, that's my secret, Spock. I only use ten percent of my brain. <laughs> we might beam you, uh, like in the fucking motion picture. Yeah, you're gonna get floored. Philadelphia experimented. Ugh, you're gonna get the flyed. Yep. Oh god. Oh, that horrified me. Yeah. As a kid, yeah, no that doubt. really fucked me up. Scotty's like, okay, so I've armed the detonator. Press the big shiny red button. The big button. But also, you gotta manually fly it in because reasons. <laughs> so they beam Scotty over, and uh, Kirk activates the thing, and he's heading into it. And then uh, all of the transporters start exploding one by one. Yeah. And there's a great scene where Scotty goes into a Jeffrey's tube and somebody is just TIG welding the fuck out of the side of it up above him. <laughs> That's cool. There's <laughs> really a dude welding in there. Yeah. Like, He's that's building the only the set. way you could create sparks that look like that. Yeah. Like, I've I've had to, I've used the TIG welder a bunch. It looks exactly the fuck like that. I remember my my dad was a welder, and I remember being a kid and being in the garage, and him being like, "Don't look at this." Yeah. What do you think? The first thing I did, absolutely. I like, don't tell why a child. To, in one <laughs> why the fuck is I'm? Why am I in the garage with a dude welding when I was like four years yeah. old? My dad did the same shit. He's like, don't look at this. And then he put his, like, 3,000-foot yeah. deep shield over his eyes. <laughs> yeah, like he was fucking building the Hoover Dam. Like, cover right? your face with your hand. It'll be fine. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about the sunburn, the handprint on your face. <laughs> <laughs> 
but they like they like fix it and then uh they all just start exploding one by one afterwards and like i don't fucking know what's happening oh god scotty's like god damn it and there, it is a tense scene where like kirk doesn't know what's going on so he's like uh guys Hello? Dude, it's uh, it's pretty funny. It's actually pretty funny when he's like, any any minute now, guys. <laughs> any, any, any minute. Like, we're kind of kind of close here. Yeah, let's go. But they beam him back right before the explosion happens. And uh, the the bugle chip is no more. Oh, uh, it's just sitting there, though. It's, just, it's not exploded. It's just as sleepy. Think about the endless planets you could you could feed with this giant bugle chip. Dude, I think that's maybe the what happened. I don't remember the plot in STO, but I think they get it again or something. The Romulans get it. And they, of course, they turn it back on because they're idiots, right? Something like that. Uh, at the end of this episode... Kirk is like, it's ironic that we ended up using an H-bomb to destroy an H-bomb. And I was like, what? Yeah, not... Like, sort of. (laughs) I mean... Blowing up a ship isn't an H-bomb. Yeah, you... It's like, you use the analogy that, like, the the bugle chip was an H-bomb, but it wasn't really. But the engines sort of are more of that uh, type of device, but also not really. So this uh, metaphor has just gotten out of the control. The metaphor has has spun out of control it's and uh, has no legs. We have been pedantic as fuck about it, so we're the ones spinning it. Yeah, but Spock is like, I wonder if there might be other devices out there wandering around the universe. Perhaps we'll have to fight it at level thirty. <laughs> Kirk's like, I hope not. I found the one to be quite sufficient. <laughs> Unless we make cheesy. an alt, <laughs> and then we have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy huh the actor that norman spinrad wanted to play decker was named robert ryan is that who the guy is that's no. his name uh robert ryan is in the movie crossfire but not the cool one that sold us a product crossfire I've never heard of any of these fucking movies, and literally the photo of him is he's wearing a cowboy hat, so... Well, I'm trying to... Robert... I've spelled Roberti Ryan. Robert Ryan. Um, uh, oh, he's in... Um, Jesus, what is this fucking movie? He's in... Uh, he was in Beware My Lovely. D- Dirty Dozen he was in? Was he? Okay. Apparently. Huh. Actor. No, I want the... Oh, you dumb... This is probably fun to listen to. You dumb shit. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. This guy looks old as fuck. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Oh my god, he was old as fuck. He was born in 1909. That's old. Oh my god. He'd have been 110 years old. This makes the perfect sense. Uh, William Wyndon, who played Decker, didn't realize the Moby Dick allegories in the Doomsday Machine until years later. He thought the episode seemed kind of silly with a planet eater and spaceships and acted though he was playing in a cartoon. Well, he does an okay job, I'll say. I don't know. He's He comes off insane, that's for sure. That's true, he does. I don't know. I didn't get the movie Dick Griffins till this afternoon, so till I pointed it out like a smart yeah. boy. Like this dude's fucking like a like writing a term paper over here. 
I what I thought Moby Dick was about was. <laughs> Yo, did you ever read Moby Dick? Uh, yeah, I read it for school. Yeah, I did too. It's horrible. I hate it. Uh, I thought it was all right. Like uh, I, I can't was much get more past... interested in like uh, where the I liked where the red fern grows up until a point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I really liked Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. Yeah, they were better for sure. Um, and I I also read uh, the Death and Return of Superman. Damn, that was on my own. Don't worry. <laughs> Moby Dick is like. Are you a sailor? Because you gotta have to know how this shit is you're, you're to read this. You're gonna be one by the time you finish reading this. Do you know what a double knotted hook swank is? Like, fuck it. What is this shit? Dude, it makes more sense to read, like, or listen to, like, the techno dribble in Star Trek than it does to listen to the real workings of a fucking <laughs> sail ship from 1860. For how interesting <laughs> I find spaceship stuff. Yeah. I find real ship stuff to be incredibly not interesting. Because it's boring, dude. It's hard. You can't go up and down. Boring. It's, 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 like, it's like hard, terrible living. Like, being on a boat back then fucking sucked. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> like, it would kill you. You would die from it, and it would suck. No thanks. You would die from it, and you would die. <laughs> I will say, uh, actually, we, we'll get to the review portion of the program after these messages. Damn! I'm back, baby. Stuck it in. Where can you find baby Slurpin' Burp? Only at a Toys R Us store. A little sip, a little slurp, a little pack, and a little burp. Baby Slurp and Burp. Welcome back to the Fucko cast. <laughs> Jeff, call me a Fucko during the break. I've never heard it before. You can all use that one. It's much stronger than Bucko. Bucko really stings, but Fucko is like a hundred times worse. Bucko's like your uncle is yelling at you, right? But he doesn't want to like really yell at you. You Fucko! You hey there, Bucko! Right? And you're like, oh god, what? A, what? You <laughs> you're really crossing the line today, Bucko! You're really rattling my chain. <laughs> you're really toasting my buns today. Yeah. You're really. Pissing my dick off. What? <laughs> uh, so, Josh, what did you think about this episode? Uh, for as much as we complained about it, this episode's great. Yeah. Like, like, for TOS, it's, like, one of the best ones. Like, I don't know. I always forget how good it is, and then I watch it, and I'm like, oh, this is actually, like, it's like watching a modern Trek episode. Yeah, it's one me. of the, it's like, it reminds me a lot of one of the modern episodes. Yeah. Uh, that like really sort of frustrate you while you're watching on purpose. Yep. yep. Like where th things are. Yeah. Yeah. You feel the same way the characters do. They're so frustrated in their situation that you yep. feel it as well, and it, it's very visceral in that way. It's like 
it's 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 like very like real life if you ever like worked in like an office and there's just one jackhole who sucks and he's just no. dragging your ass down. I've never worked in an office where there was <laughs> one jackhole <laughs> who sucked. In my case, it was me. It was probably oh, God. me. No, I mean, uh, in, in my case, there were, like, dozens, dozens? of them. Dozens, yeah. of them. Yeah. There were, like, five people there who were tolerable. But it's, like, a very universal feeling where you're just like, dude, you're fucking this up right Why now, Why are right? you so stupid? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. I feel that way on bros all the time. Um, <laughs> About rich, right? Uh, anyway, um... Right, right? Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> also, but, uh... But also, <laughs> this other guy. The um, when I'm reading my own story, I'm like, Ugh, <laughs> I was gonna say, is it Reese? This moron. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's let's whip out the M class podcast patented Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality, where a Cochrane is a one, which is bad for some reason, even though he's the founder <laughs> of the Federation. Yeah, and a ten is a catfish, which is good for some reason, even though again. Uh, one of the worst episodes of Star Trek ever. Crazy how this works, huh? Where are you putting it? Oh man, I would. I'm giving this like an eight and a half. Nice, because like I would, I would give it a nine, but no Uhura. That's true. That's at least a half a point dogged for sure. At least a half a point. It might go as high as two points. Damn, it's true. Uhura. Any episode without Uhura is a missed opportunity. I mean, I get that they need days off, but they also had, like, lanky McStringbean at the helm, and it was like, who's this fucking guy? <laughs> <laughs> this dude's, like, six Fuck foot you, seven. 60s actor! <laughs> Probably dead by now! Fucko! <laughs> Fucko! Don't smoke, kids! Yeah, he's uh, definitely dead if he smoked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This is a good one. I like it a lot. Again, I, it, it it flows a lot better than most original Trek does. It's it true. just has just a better story than most. I don't know. It's good. There's like a slowness to TOS that like really it sort of translates into the motion picture like a hundred yeah. times over because that movie is incredibly slow. Yeah, but it's just um, shots like pornography of ships. There's uh, there's like a slowness to TOS episodes. It doesn't really bother me. But if I was gonna suggest an episode to somebody who like didn't really get down with that kind of slow sci-fi, I think this would definitely be one of them. Yeah, for sure. Like this should be on any list of TOS like episodes that people should watch to kind of get it right. And it was. It was on IGN's top. I think it was number 8 or something and we'd watched literally every other episode above it. Number 8? That's nah, pretty pretty low on the list, but yeah, but I mean it had stuff like um a muck time uh yeah. city on the edge of forever uh the you know, Megas 2 episode. Yeah, that was the best one of TOS. <laughs> of- it's so good that it's on TOS now. Quetzal <laughs> Cuddle episode was in there. Um, I was trying to remember the name of my favorite fucking episode of TOS, and I oh, uh, uh, Balance of Terror. Balance of Terror, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. I that's, knew the answer. That's my to that. that's my number one. I think I love City on the Edge of Forever, and it's like neck and neck. But I think Balance of Terror is my number. I really one. like in Strange New Worlds how they did that alternate version of that it yeah. made me appreciate it a lot more i, I was, I was like, like really kind of cringing at the idea of them doing an alternate version of it but yeah man, but did it turn out great they made it work man like it's not just like 
it's not just like the well what if it was this like there's a reason for it right like i don't know i thought it was good Helicopters are swooping my neighborhood right now. Holy are shit. You, are you growing weed in your attic? God, I <laughs> like, wish. What, what the fuck is going on, I'm man? growing shit in my shit. <laughs> so, uh, man, they are circling. Holy I fuck. I can't hear it. I can't hear it, but... Anyway. Damn, I don't know what you rude did. rude-ass helicopter... <laughs> Did fucking like Easy E like start a car chase or something? Is this like L A? I wish. Like, R I P Easy. Oh, easy. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give this an eight on the Cochrane to Catfish warp yeah. scale quality. Again, it's losing at least half a point because no Uhura. Yeah, but there are some also like weird and we again we fucking like. Like I think for TOS we like uh, sand down the edges of the plot holes a little bit. A little bit, yeah. There's, it's hard for, to judge a show from the '60s. They just didn't, they just didn't. It didn't work the same way as it does now, right? Like, yeah. I always try to come at TOS from like this is a product of its time. Yeah, yeah. And, for sure. Like, you can judge it based on more modern standards, but uh, I think you're kind of doing the show a disservice because, like, it didn't know what the fuck was going to happen later, yeah. you know? It also, like, it sucks that, like, the Twilight Zone existed for Star Trek. Cause, like, That's true. The, the Twilight Zone is, like, an amazing, iconic, like, timeless, genius show. But that's because it's it's a unique show, right? So God, like that the twilight zone was a television show and like i'm i'm so jealous of it as a writer yeah. who does like like horror or weird tales yeah now, where like they could do an entire episode where there is no actual monster and it's still Dude. the most tense scary the, episode the fucking the neighborhood one yeah, yeah the man. monsters like, are due on maple street dude it it's it's so good like i can't stress enough how good the twilight zone yeah. is. like and like that sort of sucks for like science fiction in the 60s because there's all kinds of like really cool science fiction but it all got compared to like that's rob true. serling which it, you know. in some sort of an alternate universe there's definitely like a twilight zone podcast that you and i are hosting i mean we can just like go on the twilight zone after we're done star trek <laughs> When we're like 70? Yeah, when we're like 100 years old and we're talking about, we'll just call it Maple Street Podcast. Maple Class Podcast. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Uh, we'll see. We'll see where Dude, it goes. I love, I, I, every New Year's when they, I had cable, I don't anymore, yeah, but I would watch the I would Twilight Zone Marathon. I mean, that yeah. was like a tradition. It was great. I need to watch Twilight Zone again, man. Where I, is it? I don't where, know, is it a, actually. I feel like it, it's Paramount. It's got to be Paramount, right? Uh, which would make having Paramount worth it. <laughs> it would. I don't think it's on there, though. Twilight Zone streaming. Uh, well, there's a... Yeah, Paramount Plus. Oh, there you go. It says subscription, which is scary. We ha What do you mean? We have that. Uh, every time it says that, like I go to something and it's like, you have to have this extra subscription to watch it. Oh, that's cool. Like Wait, I was Prime trying to video? watch... I really wanted to watch um, the new movie uh, Confess Fletch. Oh, is that a Fletch movie? Yeah, it stars John Hamm as Fletch. <laughs> That's funny. And like, I really like the first uh, Fletch movie. 
Uh, it's it's one of those movies that made me like Chevy Chase before I found out what he was yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, fuck him. But um, yeah, seriously. John Hamm rules. So uh, I would I'd love to see that movie. But uh, I went to every streaming service it was on, quote unquote, and you yeah. have to have a secondary subscription to Showtime streaming to watch it. This is Twilight Zone, the new one. This is the new season of it. Oh wait, here we go. Really? Why won't this let me click on anything? What the fuck is happening? It's a good question. Oh my god, I can't do anything right now. It's like blurring out my whole thing. I don't care. Let me click shit. You have to click the terms of use agreement at the bottom. What? I didn't watch this new Twilight Zone. Is it any good? I watched some of them. Oh wait, did I? Yeah, I watched the the comedian the first one. It was all right. Oh, they do uh, have the classic one. They have five seasons of it. Is that how many there were? I think, I there, were think there were six or seven. I uh, I can't look. Nothing is working. <laughs> it says subscribe, but I haven't logged in. So we'll never know. I'm, lo- I'm logged in, and it won't let me do it. There's I a thing know, at man. the bottom of the screen that says, like, agree, and you have to click Oh, one. this shit? Yeah. This tiny little bolt. Fuck you. Yeah, isn't that, like, helpful to you? <laughs> there we go. There we are. Yeah. Oh, God, we have an email from Ridge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we know it's probably not a story, because that no. writing, he ain't writing two stories. At all. That would be nuts if he did that. Yeah, that would be crazy. Anyway, uh, I believe that brings us to the end of our podcast, believe it or not. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> well, it depends on where I'm at next week, the grave or no. my house. No! <laughs> I'm getting... I'm not saying I'm getting better, actually. That's, you sound a million times better. I mean, I do. I I feel a lot better as well, but that's really going to bite me in the ass. when I I, I just want to say that when we first got on the call, I could tell you were like had a cold, sort of, and I cannot tell now, which is a testament to how good you are at this. I, because I have a... I have to put as much energy as I possibly can into myself when I'm doing the podcast, and then I fucking crash like the Hindenburg yes. when it's over. <laughs> That's pretty morbid, but yeah, true. It's how it works every time we do the podcast, even when I'm fully healthy. I just saw a picture of the Hindenburg, weird. Uh, wow. Of a dude. A dude I'm like, in your fucking brain. Dude, yeah. He was like getting rescued after the disaster, and he's like all fucked up and burnt. Oh and, my like, god. He's, He's on a stretcher just smoking a fucking cigarette. Like, <laughs> like you know, whatever. You think he'd want to be away from fire for a while, but... <laughs> I don't know, man. If I went through that, I probably would be like, you know what? Smoking's okay. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I would like to thank Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our opening theme song. Uh, you can find uh, all of Vitizen's dope-ass music, all of his projects... And uh, he's actually uh, started started working with a small indie developer as well. Nice. And uh, you can find all of his links at vidizen.card.co. That's card with two R's. And Vidizen is, of course, V-I-D-A-Z-E-N. He deserves all the good things because he's amazing. I love that boy. He's very sexy. <laughs> You can, uh, of course, find all the information you'd ever need about us at mclasspodcast.com. There's a list of every episode we've ever covered and links to the SoundClouds uh, included. There's um, our merchandise link, if that shit's still up. I haven't checked in months. 
Thanks, Paramount. There's um, links to iTunes, Spotify. Uh, there's, of course, a link straight to our Patreon, which you can Woo! find at patreon.com slash podcast, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to behind-the-scenes posts. You can get access to wallpapers of... Uh, for every piece of art I've ever made for M-Class Podcast and much, much more, especially if you drop down $5 or more, you get access to our other program, M-Class Email a week early. You get access to Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, a whole other podcast where we talk about literally everything but Star Trek. Yeah, and sometimes even Star Trek. (laughs) Sometimes even Star Trek. And, um... (laughs) For a little bit more dough, you get access to a a big backlog of other podcasts and, um, of course, our commentary track series for movies we love or movies Josh picks randomly. Uh, (laughs) Jeff and Josh talk over movies. We've done Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We've done the Super Mario Brothers movie. We've done Beastmaster 2. Yeah. Underrated film. Uh, Okay. (laughs) We should watch like a good movie. Well, fucking uh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Ninja Turtles rules. Yeah, that's a great movie. And we watched Rumble in the Bronx as well. That was a great movie too. We also watched The Mummy, which is yeah, The Mummy. That is an all-time classic. Yeah. So um, consider becoming a patron today. We're we're like hemorrhaging money in patrons since Christmas. So yay! (laughs) So consider becoming a patron today. Uh, You you know what else helps us? Oh yeah, what else? Uh, we haven't had a review on iTunes in a while, so you can go to iTunes and rate and review us. Do you know this for for true? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, I our last it. one was the October 29th. So, where the fuck are you people at? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just joshing you. Oh my god! So go to there and rate. You can do whatever you want. Like say whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Just it helps. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, of course, you can shoot us an email at mclassemail at gmail.com, and we'll answer it on our other program of the same name, Q&A Podcast, where uh, we get very few Qs, but our A's the whole time. Yeah, and nice. <laughs> I just made that up. That was brilliant. Um, check out our other podcast that we do with Bitch Bastards. It's called uh, <laughs> Bros Before Pros, and we write full short stories based on prompts from the audience. Uh, Josh is back writing fantasy in his Darinos universe that you remember for fantasy fiction, even yeah. better than those, though. I don't know about that, but yeah, I mean, I, I've been feeling it lately. I mean, I've been not feeling it lately, but... You guys have inspired me. I have to keep up with you, so that's it's how tough. I feel about it as well. I got to keep up with you guys. Is this what capitalism was supposed to be? Yeah, it's the free market of ideas. But <laughs> pros before pros. Josh is doing fantasy. Uh, Rich is doing sci-fi, like you know he does. If you've listened to M Class email yeah. and you've heard any of his incredible Star Trek fan fiction. That shit is dope as fuck, and he's doing his own universe with his own characters, and they're lovable, and he's gonna kill them, so tune in before he does. <laughs> yeah, you might want to get in on the ground floor of this one before he murders yeah. everybody. And for some reason, I ended up doing horror, even though I don't think I've ever written a horror story before the podcast. Well, and you're great at it, so whatever, uh, man. I, I do a lot of social commentary 
and making fun, especially of office culture. I apparently make fun of office culture a lot. On the I mean, podcast. it deserves it, and it's great that you do. And uh, also, all of my characters are assholes and uh, are equally hateable and lovable. <laughs> <laughs> so check check it out. Check check them out. Yeah, hell yeah, do that, bros. Check them out. Books. Wait, shit. I think that's stories. <laughs> I think that's it for the whole podcast. I think that's everything we have to say. Yep, I think that's it. Uh, thank, now we gotta do emails. Thank you to Magic Mind for sending us uh, your 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 great energy drink that Josh loved and I thought was. Eh. I'm um, telling you, I'm into this. I'm not just saying that. Seriously, uh, this is we, good we, shit. We might. I mean, I'm gonna have to tell the the guy like I thought it was all right, but like Josh loved it and he wants to like sponsor the show for it, so he'll be doing the advertisements. I'll read the thing. I'm good at reading. Sort of. Josh can read. <laughs> I definitely am not illiterate, guys. He writes stories. Bros before bros. They wouldn't. <laughs> you know what? It's over. We're done. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back in a week with more M-Class goodness. Bye-bye. Bye, fuckos. <laughs> <laughs>